The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Welcome back to another episode of Brothers on Law, Zoom edition. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. Hey, we want to give a big thank you to the mortgage mom for all her valuable information about mortgages, etc. We like following her. She's great. That's right. She is. And uh, Larry, you know, what we've been doing, as you know, these last few weeks is asking people to call in and nominate someone special in their community who is going above and beyond during the coronavirus uh, pandemic and crisis. And we've gotten so many people calling in and so many heroes. It's just crazy. Great people out there. It's so, uh, you know, with with all the negativity and all the fear, it's so uh, heartening to know there are folks like these out there. And producer Cam has one such person on the phone and they were nominated. So uh, let's listen into the message we received for that nomination. Yes, Larry, this is Barbara Winkler. Our group, SoCal Quilts of Valor, makes quilts to thank our veterans for their service, welcome them home, and help them in their healing. We've made over 5,900 quilts so far. Last year alone, we awarded 588 veterans with handmade quilts, and I think they're deserving of some recognition. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, that that is a great idea. We got to get Barbara on the phone for real. Cam, do we have Barbara on the phone? I have Barbara from SoCal Quilts of Valor on the line. Hello, Barbara. How are you? You're with the Brothers on Law. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. And we're so happy to have you on the air with us and learn a little bit more about these uh, fantastic quilts you're doing for veterans. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? Well, um, this organization started back in 2003, and it was originally for those who were wounded in the War on Terror, and then it got expanded to where we can thank our World War II veterans and the Korea, Vietnam, and anybody now, there, you know, anyone who's been touched by war is entitled to receive a quilt. Is it a warehouse? How do you make these quilts? With COVID-19, our park is closed down. But since we've been closed down, my group has been sewing at home, and we've made another 170 quilts. Fantastic. My mother-in-law was a master quilt maker. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. But I do have a couple of her quilts and there's a lot of art there's a lot of uh tremendous toil and work that goes into those things how long does it take barbara it depends on the pattern and of course the first time you do it you have to work out the kinks and then sometimes if you use the same pattern with different fabric it's easier the second time around and it depends on how big the pieces are but it can take anywhere from hours to weeks to get it done and sometimes we do mystery quilts where you only get one clue a week or a month 
and then you wait till the next clue comes out. So you have to do something else in the meantime. And do you find that the vets get kind of an emotional, um, you know, impact from these quilts because they are, you know, homemade and, and someone, you know, someone put their love into making them? Yes. Um, we've, it's amazing to see they, they, their allergies attack all of a sudden and their eyes water. Yeah. Um, but yes, they, they definitely appreciate it. And the fact that total strangers would do that much work for them. And many of them have told us that no one has ever thanked them for their service. So this is very meaningful to them. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And we want to thank you for your service. So we're going to send you some gift cards uh, for Whole Foods who is helping us help people in the community right now. And just as a little thank you, is that okay? Oh, thank you. All right. Well, we're happy to do it. Thanks again, Barbara. Thank you again, Barbara Winkler for SoCal Quilts, for Valor, and all the great work you're doing for our vets. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. You know, we know that divorce can be really scary. I've been through that scary procedure. Yes, you have. And in Larry, it's getting scarier because people are all cooped up together. Yeah. You know, with this coronavirus thing. And it's even scarier when you have the issue of custody of children. That's true. How that interacts with uh, the divorce or dissolution of marriage. We do have some special guests today that are going to address the issue uh, of child custody and things that uh, arise out of that. Right. Welcome, uh, Kristen Holstrom and Samantha Sam McBride, who are our fellow lawyers. And uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. We are super excited to be here. Pleasure to have you. And you ladies are known as what? We are known as the Custody Queens. Nice. And tell us, how do you get that moniker? What What's going on there? So uh, Sam and I have been practicing together for about five years now. Uh, We met before Sam was actually even an attorney. She was waiting for her bar results. And it was an instant connection between the two of us with working together. Um, We really, truly are each other's yin and yang and can almost finish each each other's sentences. Sometimes it's getting a little, you know, whoa, are you in my brain? Get a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) But about three years ago, I... I got really um, into my practice with custody cases and Sam has always been, uh, we've always worked very closely together, been each other's right hands. And as a mom, I just recently had my third and final uh, baby. I have an eight week old, but as a mom of three, uh, thank you. I'm a little sleep deprived, but other than that, just kind of learning the the balance again. Lots of coffee. (laughs) Lots and lots of coffee. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, before you go on, of course, we can see you. Our listeners cannot. But the two of you look like twins. Beautiful blonde. Uh, gals, and you're even kind of dressed a little bit similar today. So Yes, we have our custody queen apparel on. Ah, I see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only difference is, is that Sam's about two feet taller than me. So, <laughs> and we both did play college soccer, so we definitely have even the same build, which is kind of funny. Excellent. 
So, but you were saying that, how, how did you uh, become the custody queens? You know, it was just kind of, it kept getting ingrained in my head and I kept kind of putting it together, sleeping on it, custody queen, custody queens. Okay, Sam and I are the custody queens. We kept getting more and more custody cases. We kept being kind of known around the community as the custody girls. Um, a lot of attorneys, because of the emotional aspect of custody cases, a lot of attorneys kind of don't have the interest uh, in handling the cases. But for us, it is just our passion, our love, and it's where we are both meant to practice. And one morning I woke up and I called her and I said, are you ready to do this? We are the custody queens. And it's kind of evolved uh, over time. Well, you ladies must have some thick skin because that can be a very emotional ride. And you've got to, you're navigating a lot of different things um, between the, um, adversarial atmosphere of the, the courtroom and to help your client do the best they can. And of course, the emotional aspect of the kids and who they're going to live with. How do you do all that? Well, the reality is Kristen and I are just so passionate about it. And so it, it leads to a lot of sleepless nights. And we always say that we don't work nine to fives. We're 24 seven, you know, even when the court isn't open, your lives are still going on. Custody matters are still happening. And so it is just something that we've been so driven towards and, you know, understanding the intricacies of the law and helping our clients, educating our clients in how they can help themselves so that they can produce good results for their children. Cause that's ultimately what it's about. A lot of people don't understand how long court processes can go on sometimes for 18 years. We don't want that, but yeah. we want to make sure that the, the children are, are protected and they're safe and, to do that, you got to be really passionate about it. Because like Kristen said earlier, we lose a lot of sleep, but we're happy to do it. And I think that I add something and, and my kids are always at work with me. And so Sam is basically a second mom to my kids. Uh, but I think that we add a different dynamic to a lot of custody cases is we have the personal experience. I have three kids. Um, relationships are tough. I, I get holidays and things like that. And so I'm not just an attorney speaking about it. Um, you know, and Sam has siblings. Sam's been through um, issues that she can have her own uh, take on, on cases. But I think we add a really unique, we're not just there. We're not taking your case. We're not, not knowing your kids' names. Usually I, we know the kids' birthdays and what they like. And we like to surprise the kids every now and then. But we add a very genuine true aspect to the case you're not just a name or a number to us you truly are if we take on your case we take it with everything inside of us and how is are the courts open right now for uh, if there's a custody battle pending with respect to the courts it's going to vary county to county they are starting to reopen for the most part but depending on your county they have limited hearings some counties that are open and are hearing matters have, you know, social distancing practices going on. There is a pretty significant delay in the courts. Other counties are, you know, allowing people to appear electronically, telephone, but some a program kind of similar to Zoom. But as the court delays continue to worsen, it creates a bigger need to make sure that you're working one-on-one -on -one with your clients and helping co-parenting and opposing counsels get everyone on the same page because it's such a unique time, but it's not a time to do nothing. And I can't stress that enough. We can't stress that enough. Yeah, and, during, and during the stay-at-home shelter, it was limited to ex partes and domestic violence restraining orders, which we definitely had several of. Um, and we are getting to the point where we're doing evidentiary hearings or for the listeners' trials over Zoom. 
which adds a, a, another component to this process. So it really is a good time to explore all options with your case and your children. And one thing that we're really good at is educating our clients, knowing your options. Don't be stuck with the court process. If that's, don't think that that's the only option you have because who knows how long this pandemic is going to go on. And we want to educate our clients so that they're not six months out waiting for a court appearance. Are you appearing in Los Angeles courts? We do. Yeah, we appear all over the Inland Empire, Orange County, L.A., San Diego. Um, we have a fabulous uh, female-driven team that um, we do have some male attorneys as well, but we are uh, primarily female-driven. And we have uh, attorneys that go into all areas. And Sam and I are all over Southern California on any given day. Fantastic. And what what do you think, why are custody cases so um, difficult to do? What makes them so complicated? I'll let Sam go into detail, but the number one thing is the emotional aspect. Right. There's, there's a lot of emotion, but on top of that, there's a lot of discretion with the court in how each case is handled. And so Kristen and I do practice in the five uh, Southern California counties, but it really matters county to county. There are different, uh, there's a different set of advice to give depending on that client who's in front of that judge in that county. And so it really takes all of your time to make sure that you're kind of on point with what is going on in the realm of custody. But a lot of it's up to the discretion of the judge. And so you need to present your case in a particular way to get the best results. And Kristen was kind of talking earlier about educating your clients. The reason we do that is because it's easy to give your client advice, but if they don't understand why, they're going to make the same mistakes moving forward, or they're going to keep getting brought back to the court process. We want to get tight, intricate orders that last for a long time and allow these parents to co-parent and be with their children, which is, you know, really what it's all about. And anyone that's had a friend or is going through a custody case, that's what's interesting about custody cases, that everybody has someone in their immediate circle that needs a good custody attorney. But people throw around terms like sole custody, full custody, uh, best interest. Best interest is a factor that the court considers when making a custody visitation plan or an order. But guess what? Best interest is discretionary to every judge. No judge has the same algorithm to determining what best interest is. And so there is a lot of discretion. So it's really important that you hire an attorney that knows the judge, that knows how that judge thinks. Is that judge, um, you know, does that judge start off with a 50-50 right off the bat, which most of them are supposed to do? But it, that's what's important and when hiring a good attorney and understanding that the judges have so much discretion. Well, that's an excellent point because in our world, which we do injury-related matters, we got to know our judge because, you know, that, that makes a big difference in how the case is handled. And especially, even though we do the jury trials, the judge is conducting the, the courtroom etiquette and, and rules of law. And so you got to know who your, who your judge is or get rid of that judge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thankfully, we don't have jury trials in family <laughs> law because that would be its own show. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and so what kind of general advice would you get? Let's say somebody comes to you and they're saying, you know, we're going to have a fight. Or you feel that the fight is going to brew. What kind of advice, you know, at the outset do you give your client as to how to conduct himself or herself as it's going to go forward with a custody battle? Well, I, I would say that the first thing that we need to do is look at every aspect of your case. And that's not just what's filed. 
That's text messages, emails, photos, everything. So we really know and we're an expert on your case before we give you a set of advice. And then once we know where you're at, we can put a game plan in place. That may be that we're trying to settle your case while we're also concurrently filing something with the court. And so we can try to solve both problems. If it doesn't work, we can get an order. If we can settle, great, we will. But every case is going to be a little different in the strategy. Kristen and I really try to sit down with each client. We know every single client and we spend a lot of one-on-one time learning goals, establishing expectations. And again, back to the education piece, letting a client know where their expectations lie as it relates to the family code. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.usda.gov fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. Hey, um, Kristen and Sam, now you are women. Do you um, focus on custody rights for the mom? Or or, um, do you uh, find that your clientele is relatively evenly split? So that's the million dollar question that we get a lot. And my answer is I focus on what is best for the children. So we don't discriminate men or women. It is our job and our passion to help parents who really want to be a good parent and want to protect their children and want to do what's best for their children. Our clientele is very, very, very even. It truly is probably like a 50, 50, 55, 45, depending on the week. Um, A lot of people say, oh, are you moms? Are you moms lawyers or dads lawyers? We are really lawyers that want to help all parents really have a good parenting plan, reasonable expectations because the kids are our future, right? So if, if... the kids are caught up in these hostile, volatile divorce cases or custody cases for 10, 15, you know, 17 years, 18 years. That has such an emotional toll on them and is going to affect their life. And that's what every consult that I have, I ask the client, do you have a therapist? And you know why I ask that? Yes. Because I firmly believe in therapy and it is yeah. such an emotional process. And I'm a, we're not licensed and we're very expensive. So <laughs> right. we're very expensive to be a therapist, that is. Right, but, right. Um, that's, that's the important thing to look at this is be able to recognize your emotions. And are you making a decision based on your emotional status or are you making it a reasonable, well thought out? I always tell clients, this is your life. I am here to provide your options, your expectations, let you know what you could be doing better to get a better acknowledgement from the court, but this is your life. So I'm here to help you and your kids and ultimately the other side, which helps everybody in the long run. And, and Kristen's very reasonable and, and sometimes very direct, which I appreciate, but 
when it comes to a client, you need to establish the right expectation. So if someone wants to go to court and spend thousands and thousands of dollars fighting over an hour on Wednesday, this is where we part ways because it really isn't going to be beneficial to the co-parenting relationship. There are those battles that you need and there's those that you really need to become more reasonable. And once clients understand, hey, what I want maybe isn't going to fly in court, it makes it easier to co-parent because now they can come back down and reason. But it must be hard to um, tell that parent that you're representing that, sorry, you're almost like the, you're the secondary client. My first client, my first priority is the kid. My first priority is the rights and the welfare of your your child or your children. It you is. have that discussion? The party is our client. So the discussion we have is, for the most part, everybody that hires us is truly trying to do what's best for their children. Uh, sometimes you get a client that you can tell is very self-driven. Um, you know, I may not believe everything that is coming out of their mouth. And unfortunately that's a client that probably wouldn't work for us because we are truly here to educate. Now, don't get me wrong. We are aggressive when we need to be. We advocate when we need to be. We educate a lot when we need to. Um, and we'll do everything to protect our client, but it is, it's our job to tell the client how to start retraining their brain. To add on to that, if you are teaching or telling a client that they're reasonable when they're not, they're going to pay you a lot of money to go into court and be told they're not reasonable. So yeah. it's better to to let them know ahead of time so that they can start to work towards a better resolution because no one wants to be in court all day. We are, but... So true. <laughs> and it's a lot less expensive for the custody queens to prevent something from happening than it is to undo something like a bad Facebook post, a detrimental text message resulting in a restraining order, which has very serious consequences under the family code for the next five years and beyond. So it is a lot less expensive to hire a good attorney and get the training and get the education and advice than it is for us to try to go hit a home run and pull off a miracle, which is likely not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think clients, a lot of them don't understand that if they're texting uh, on social media that can just backfire completely. it is we use it i can't tell you how many restraining orders have been granted or denied based on social media alone i mean we could have a whole segment on some of the best social media posts we've seen pictures included we got some stories come on um, let's hear one we gotta get one story um one time we had a, a case that involved a cat getting drunk. That's all I can really say about it. But there were pictures about a cat getting drunk. Oh, wow. And um, and the judge asked to see the pictures. And uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> it didn't go well. Oh. So, and, and I guess was, it was the judges thinking if they're going to get a cat drunk, they might do it to their kid or something like that. Yeah, or? it was very along yeah. those lines going to, with responsibility, um, accountability. Why are you getting your cat drunk? You know, yeah. uh, what, what's going you, on there raises some red flags, right? Right, right. So, and why? And why are you posting about it? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, if you've ever had a case from Sam and I, it, you always have the question when you send a text: How does this hurt me, and how does this help oh. me? And if you repeat that to yourself every time you want to retaliatory post or and tag everybody you know. Because Facebook is there forever. You'll um, probably throw your phone away. You will probably <laughs> end up with something not going your way in family court. 
Indeed, and trust indeed. Me, the custody queens search everything. So if we, if you're hiring us, we do so many complete searches that the clients don't even know about. So if it's out there, we'll find it. That's fantastic advice. How can this hurt me and how can this help me? And usually it's uh, the hurt. Yeah, it's usually. And I, we, I actually got that piece of advice from my dad. He's He's been a long time family lawyer, family lawyer, and he actually passed that down to us. So. Sweet. But I've been sweet. using it for at least 15 years. <laughs> I'll tell my kids, how does that help you and how does that hurt you? Yeah. And what, what has been the toughest case? And again, don't mention any names, but can you tell us like, what's the very toughest case you've had to deal with? I think we could both agree that the child abuse and child molest cases are. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that, that, that's rough. And, and it's out there, especially with COVID. It's people make the comments that child abuse isn't, it's stable or it isn't rising. And if you really think about what's going on, there's no, there's not a lot of mandatory reporters. Children aren't going to school. Children aren't going to therapists. Um, they're not going to a lot of doctor's appointments. And so child abuse is, it's, it's up. And there's not a lot of people watching out for these children. What is your obligation if you come across that? You know, and and God forbid it's your client that's the abuser. What what it you know what steps are you obligated to take? Now, I'm a lawyer, but I don't know the answer to that question. Well, as attorneys, we have an attorney-client privilege with our client. With that being said, Kristen and I are not in the business of taking on clients whom we believe may have or have abused their children. If we understand or know that there's an abusive situation going on. There are steps that we can take as attorneys to protect the children by moving forward with domestic violence restraining orders, emergency hearings on custody, and the like. There are always difficult cases, and, and I would say that no case is easier than the next when it comes to those abuse cases because there's so much he said, she said, yeah. child reporting, and we're really all just trying to get to the bottom of it and get safe orders in place. So right. with that in mind, I mentioned children's services. Would you contact children's services? So because of the duty of confidentiality, it's a fine line. So it depends, I guess, if there's been any relationship established. Um, what we would have as obligation is to get off of the case if it was going on. And then depending on it, the, the severity of it, it, we would have to look into other steps and make those appropriate calls. And just to add on to that, if we file an uh, emergency hearing for custody and the court believes that abuse has occurred and it's before the court, the court is likely to issue what we call in family law a 3027 report, which initiates a CPS or child protective services gotcha. investigation. And, and then that kind of gets down to the bottom of it. There are always, again, very tough cases to get to the bottom of, but there are things that you can do to protect your children moving forward. And we right. can ask for them to, even if the court doesn't, we can, as long as we show a prima facie case that there is some sort of abuse, then we can request that the court order it. And they're, they're pretty good about doing that if there's any evidence. Yeah. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. 
From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. Well, listen, how do, can our listeners, because you're fantastic yeah. uh, family law lawyers and the custody queens, Kristen and Sam, how, how do our listeners find you? So you can find us many ways. Uh, on Instagram, we are the Custody Queens. Um, and our website is www.custodyqueens.com. Nice. Uh, my Instagram hashtag is Custody Queen Kristen. You can't forget that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to share Sam's unless she wants to throw Mine's it Mine's just there. my name. I, I'm a little less colorful. Samantha McBride. Right. Do we have a phone um, number? Facebook. Yes. So our phone number is 833 622 0001. That's 833-622-0001. And we have Facebook and Instagram giveaways and we educate and we're just super fun and we're really good lawyers. You are, but we got to (laughs) go. We got to wrap her up. So sorry about that guys. And, uh, but if, if you've missed any part of this show or would like to hear any of our previous shows, go to YouTube brothersonlaw.com or iTunes. If you have a legal question or a show topic you want to discuss with us, call us, leave us a message at 800-310-7113. That's 800-310-7113. And a big thank you to the ladies again, the custody queens, and to all our listeners. And stay safe out there, please. And we look forward to being here next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.